Well, grace and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So here's a simple question for us to ponder today. Which was the greater gift Jesus bestowed on his disciples in today's gospel lesson? The power to heal and cast out demons or the power to work together and rely on the hospitality of others? It's kind of a deep question, so I'm kind of wondering, what do you all think? Well, it seems that when we read these passages, our attention immediately goes to those things that are beyond our immediate, immediate experience, the healings and the casting out of demons and such. Perhaps we are grabbed by Jesus' promise that, that his disciples will be able to tread on scorpions and snakes. Sounds kind of cool but I think it's really symbolic language about us overcoming evil. Or perhaps it's the language of our names being registered in a book of heaven. That kind of makes us sit up and pay attention because it says, oh, we're accepted by God. But when I read this passage this week, two things stood out. First, the disciples go out in teams of two, and second, that they're instructed to take nothing with them so they must rely entirely upon the hospitality and generosity of others. What do you think are the greater gifts? Well, on this day, I'm thinking that the greater gifts might just be the ability to work together and to go out as teams to share the good news of Jesus with others. And I'm thinking that this call to rely on the generosity and hospitality of others is pretty important too. And I say all this because what took place on the St. Uh, Cuthbert's Way pilgrimage. If you were following the day-to-day -day accounts of the pilgrimage on the Good Shepherd website and on Facebook, you will know that Amanda Fitz wrote on June 13th that there were some blips some really big blips as we gathered in Edinburgh, even before we walked. She wrote, unfortunately, right, right as we're beginning, she wrote, unfortunately, many of us have faced tremendous obstacles, including lost luggage, unexpected travel delays, and illness. Well, you're probably somewhat aware right now that traveling by airplane is not easy for folks. And this fact has been all over the news this weekend um, as we headed into the 4th of July weekend. There's been lots on the news about that, national and local. Simply put, the airlines and the airports are understaffed. And those staffing shortages have resulted in cancellations of flights, travel delays, change flights, and lost baggage for many. And luggage was lost for four of our 19 pilgrims, which meant that they did not have what they were planning on using while we walked. Some of them had no hiking boots. Some of them did not have their hiking clothes. Some of them didn't have other essentials that they were planning to use along the way. And so those pilgrims with their lost, uh, lost luggage, because of their lost luggage, they were scrambling to gather or purchase the items that were essential for walking. 
Steve and I were able to carry an extra bag with us over on our flight for some of the pilgrims who had traveled early to Edinburgh. But other pilgrims were able to share from their suitcases, if you will. They opened their closets up to the others and they shared things like socks and shirts and pants and the things that they might need. And other pilgrims accompanied others as they shopped for what they needed in downtown Edinburgh. And I have to tell you, you can find a kilt in downtown Edinburgh, but a little more difficult to find hiking stuff in downtown Edinburgh. But in that way, but in that way, they were helping to share another's burden. Amanda finishes her June 13th entry by saying, while any of these obstacles could have derailed our plans, through the resources of our community of fellow travelers, God has provided each and every time. I am truly humbled by the outpouring of generosity and compassion I have received and seen shared between our group of pilgrims. And if I take anything else away from this experience, I will, be forever, uh, I will forever be reminded how blessed I am to be a member of a caring Christian community that brings the love of God to others. Generosity makes a difference. It helps when people are vulnerable. It helps when it helps us carry another's burden. But I also want to mention how our group experienced wonderful hospitality from others as we walked in the inns where we stayed, and also how we experienced it from congregations in the cities of Wooler and on the Holy Island. In Wooler and on the Holy Island, a congregation and a, and a center of the United Reformed Church um, opened up their buildings for us as a band of pilgrims. They offered us tea and cookies when we needed it in the afternoon. We were able to have conversations with local residents about their community and what was taking place. And we were able to gather in that space for devotions. We really didn't know what to expect in those encounters, but the hospitality we felt warmed our spirits and reminded us that as the body of Christ called together by God's spirit, we are connected no matter where we live on this great big planet. It's good to know that the church is bigger than just the church here in Ohio. It's good to know that the church is spread throughout the world. Well, I wanna move on to the second part of the passage. And there really is this power in working together. There really is power in teams, especially when they are enabled by the Spirit. In today's gospel, we hear how Jesus appoints 72 people to go before him to share the good news, and he sends them out two by two, we hear. The disciples, by doing that, had friends in the faith on whom they could rely, on whom they could count and depend. There were a lot of bodies and a lot of somebodies on which to count if the going got roughed and no one was going to have to go alone. Jesus is teaching his disciples early in his ministry the importance of being able to rely on each other as we go out in faith. Jesus wanted them to know that we never have to do this kingdom work alone. We're called together to get it done. Well, the St. Cuthbert's Way pilgrimage, pilgrimage brought home for us the importance of going out together. As a, pil as a pilgrimage group, 
early on, you become aware of how important it can be, at least when you're walking, to be with at least one other person or with a small group of people. We were in rural Scotland in England, and if we saw maybe 20 people along that path each day, that probably is a pretty big number. I'm looking at the group saying, what do you all think, 20? No, so there, less? Yeah, less, okay, I was being generous. <laughs> but anyway, we didn't see a lot of people. So early on, you get this thing that you gotta stick together. And you never know when you might misread a map. That happened to me, got a little lost there for a while, but we got back on the path. And you never know when you might stumble or fall over a rock or a tree root upon the path. Going out together makes sense if you're a pilgrim. And going out together makes sense as disciples of Jesus Christ. It's on the third day of the walk, June 15th, Julia Kaiser, Brenda Fuentes and Becky Marishan wrote very eloquently about their experience. And they said that walking St. Cuthbert's Way helped them develop new relationships with people. It said they helped them deepen their, their relationship with their Lord. It helped them grow stronger as people, um, as friends. And it also helped them enjoy God's good creation. But they also wrote this about the community which was being developed. They said, today we were reminded of the importance of community we have formed with each other when one of our members was injured on the trail. In addition to the doctor who is part of our crew, a group of six Good Shepherd pilgrims remained with that injured traveler, providing support and comfort for three and a half hours until the mountain rescue crew arrived. We are happy to report that prayers work. The pilgrim is doing fine and plans on walking tomorrow. Thanks be to God. Now I wanna report that that pilgrim did walk the next day and walked on what I believe was the toughest day because we had this vertical climb of 1200 feet, which wasn't easy folks, it was not easy. But by doing that, the pilgrim experienced healing and we all experienced healing because God once again provided strength for us all in unexpected ways. So you see, going out together makes perfect sense when you're walking St. Cuthbert's Way, but it also makes perfect sense as disciples of Jesus Christ. Jesus knew this, so that's why I think he sends us out in pairs or sent them out in pairs. Thus, when one disciple falters, another can help. When one is lost, the other can help find the way. When one is discouraged, the other can hold on to faith for a while. That's what the company of believers does. We are here to hold on to each other, to console each other, to encourage each other, to embolden each other, and even believe for each other when that itself is needed. And I wonder of those who are worshiping today, how you have felt, how you have felt um, supported and helped by others as you've gone on your journey of faith. How have your Christian friends been supportive to you? And I wonder how you have felt helped and supported by others when you participate in a particular ministry here at Good Shepherd. What difference has that made in your lives? And I even wonder if that we come to worship week after week to be reminded 
that when it comes to our faith and when it comes to the ministry that we are called to do, that we can depend on each other as we follow Jesus and we never have to go it alone. Well, Jesus also commands those disciples in that passage to take nothing. And this means that the disciples are called to uh, depend on the generosity of others for meals, for a place to stay, and really just about everything. Most would find this kind of dependence uncomfortable. It might make us feel like we're not prepared or we're unsafe or we're vulnerable. But I think that's the point. We are vulnerable at times. We sometimes forget this. We do a lot to uh, manufacture a sense of control and independence and invulnerability. And I have to say for myself, I spent a lot of time packing my suitcase. So I would have everything, and I mean everything I would need. So I would felt be ready and felt secure. But if I had lost my suitcase, I know that would have changed because I watched that unfold for people. Any loss, any illness, any death or disappointment or tragedy reminds us just how vulnerable we can be as God's people. But Jesus, in his wisdom, sends his disciple out in pairs. He instructs them to rely on the hospitality of others. He instructs them to rely on the generosity of others. Why? because this is our natural state. We are stronger when we stay together. And when we realize our welfare is uh, linked to each other, we are stronger too. And when we know we are there to help each other in need, we are stronger as God's people. I love that poem from John Donne, who wrote in the 1600s, no man is an island entire to himself. And he says later in that, when something happens to somebody else, we are all diminished by that. All of which says why the gifts Jesus gives to his disciples, the greaters may just be this call to work together, to be a team, and this call to trust that God will provide. Because when we work together, when we recall that God said it's not good for us to be alone, when we see our hope and welfare linked to those around us because we can depend on them, then we not only can accomplish so much more than we could possibly do alone, but we can even do those things such as casting out the demons of our time. We can even do the things of bringing health and healing to people who are hurting. We can do all those things because we are doing it together because of the Spirit of God. And then remember this, your name is written in the book in heaven because of God's grace and love. So today, I am really giving thanks that we are called to live our Christian life together and to go out together to do God's work in the kingdom wherever that takes us um, in the world. And today I'm giving thanks for the generosity of others, which meets us when we are in need. But I'm also giving thanks that we can practice generosity and hospitality too, and thus help bear another's burden when they are vulnerable. Thanks be to God for all the blessings God gives us each and every day. Amen. <laughs>